Good morning, welcome to Cliff Central, it's Simba. I'm back, I was away for a little bit, but it's so good to be back behind the mic with these cans in my head. I had a good time in Rome, Jade, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> how was it? It, it actually, it, it was surreal to be honest with you. Like, I've been doing top building for four years now, but I had one of those moments walking through Rome and I was like, actually, this, 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 this happened because before top building, I'd never, I'd never even been overseas never even been on a plane before so i mean it it really was surreal i got to see the coliseum i had some 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 uh, gladiator moments started quoting gladiator while i was there but it was a ton of fun and i got so, to meet robert downey oh okay i was gonna i was about to say are we allowed to meet guys simba got to in- interview robert downey jr wow <laughs> yeah that's what that's happens amazing. when you're rolling with the top dogs from top billing you know yeah no so, so it was a good fun but it's, it's good to be back home man Awesome. But guys, listen, we've got some awesome guests in the studio today. We've got Fred Motori, the CEO of uh, Brightwave. And we've also got, uh, we've got Michael and we've got Slee here who are doing an event called the Entrepreneurial Recharge Boost. So we've got uh, Slee from Escalate Events and we've got Michael from Inyandeni. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks for having us. It's good to be here. So, so before we get on to that, I think yes. it's, it's only fair that we bid the lovely Leanne Mole. All yes. the best in her new ventures. Today was her last show with Gareth and the team. Um, she's moving to the city of love, Cape Town. And so, Leanne, from Simba and I, Flip, we just want to wish you all the best. This is all part of your new entrepreneurial journey. So good luck mm-hmm. and um, check in with us. And hopefully we can have you back on the show when you're roaring with success on your new business ventures. So good luck and all, all, all the best wishes from rookies and rock stars. Yes, yes, and from myself. I mean, I mean, I've only been here for a short while, but Leanne, it's been great working with you, and good luck for everything that you're about to do. Fantastic. All right, gentlemen. So we're here to talk about uh, entrepreneurs, and I mean, you guys are doing the entrepreneurial business. Tell me, yes. why did you decide to do this event? Why did you decide to start it? Uh, we started this event because we saw a gap in the market, in the SA market, uh, really, because there are a lot of events that are happening. Uh, but they don't cover what this event is going to be covering. This event is going to be covering a whole lot of mentoring, um, around mentoring and coaching. So you would have like a, it's not like people just get up and just present and that's it. You would have an opportunity just to engage them and talk to them and get in deep with the, with the entrepreneur, their journeys, their stories, where they, where they've been and what they're doing currently. I think, I think it's great that you guys obviously you saw a gap because we had some guests here a few weeks ago that were talking about how sometimes businessmen aren't open to mentoring people or sometimes people are too scared to ask people to mm. mentor yeah. them. Yeah. Am I right, Michael? Yes. Yeah, like you said earlier on, it's quite intimidating. I think I was um, that was a, a bit of an eye-opener to think that it's, it's people who are scared. It's not actually the mentors who don't have enough time. That's quite interesting because um, what's happening now, I'll be very honest with you, I mean, you're talking about Eliane and uh, a new entrepreneurial journey. What I have sensed and feel right across Harting, there's an entrepreneurial wave spirit, if you have it, going on around. And what I like energizing about what I like and what's energizing about it is that even look at our pro star, it's young people, everybody enabling about taking charge of your own destiny. Who knows you might 
end up at the Colosseum as well, interviewing somebody. <laughs> you, grab, you grab your dreams with your own hand, and it's it's young people who are willing to enable each other. You look at our leaflet; it's across all the demographic representatives of South Africa, and I think that's what's happening now. I mean, even you look at the guys at, at Wave. I mean. There's new change. We're innovative about it. And if you look at any successful economy right across the world, it's based on SME startups that are successful. It's not the Coca-Colas and the McDonald's of this world that make a successful economy. It's those little companies that employ three, four people. Fantastic. And and Fred, what are your thoughts on this? Excellent. I think, uh, you know, my colleagues have spoken about Sinagap. What we're doing as well for us is a game-changing intervention in the industry. Um, all the existing operators, BDJSM companies, telecom companies, are offering normal telecom services. We see ourselves as a utility company. We are focused in cities. You live in a city, our view is you expect to get some amenities. You get water, electricity, roads. Uh, we want to champion, and we are championing this view now, that uh, broadband is another new utility. So as far as we are concerned, we are the ESCOM of broadband, and we are bringing broadband to the homes and as long as you live in a city as long as you expect a city to have lights whether you are living in Santon, in Soweto or Dipslut you should expect have access to broadband mm-hmm. in an affordable way that also gives you opportunity to do something meaningful online yeah. and this is a classical uh, setup because your very essence of your business is online yeah. mm-hmm. so there is a whole community of people who don't have access to your product and you can then take it that we are the guys going to to create that access so so fred we we obviously chatted a little bit earlier about where you are in terms of the brand's life cycle and that this next period is probably the most important in terms of what you're hoping to pilot and to gauge what still needs to happen for the brand and whether in fact it's going to kind of be the gauge of how massive you do go. So so let's talk about that because I, I feel it's a very good thing that you've done. I was a little bit hesitant at first, to be honest, but then I thought actually what you're doing that other entrepreneurs probably don't do enough of is just testing it out. You're not promising massive things yet, but within the vicinity that you are actioning the brand and what its, what its service offerings are, you're allowing that gap to gauge how it's going to work and then based on the delivery of that you're going to say right we're now getting a loud hailer and we're shouting out that we can promise this how how's that worked i think the key issue for entrepreneurship is obviously to make sure that before you explode um an, a concept or an idea that you've uh, assessed assess some of your assumptions because mm. a lot of times we can make a lot of assumptions and hope and expect that things will work mm-hmm. and the market dictates differently. So it's important that you you undertake a concept or a project on a limited basis uh, and try a number of variations of that uh, model and pick out what it is that works and then build on that. More importantly as well is obviously the ideas are there. Uh, These ideas need funding. Yeah. A lot of people want to give you funding once they are a bit more convinced that this is a tried and tested model. No, absolutely, because they're trying to litigate why, their risk. Absolutely, mm. and that's why. And also, you choose our market carefully. Um, I mean, Soweto is the oldest township in, in South Africa. It's got 2 million people. It's got uh, less than 5% broadband penetration in homes. There's a sufficient disposable income. It might not be certain, mm. but 
there is a market there. Mm, massive. And and our view is that that also first is a market is an opportunity. Secondly, most of the existing players are not focused into that as a single market. Ours is a single focus. So we understand the dynamics. Broken down Soweto into over 130 neighborhoods and each neighborhood is unique. 130. So, wow. So so ours used to understand the actual local dynamics, partner with the local companies and local dealers who actually drive our product into into the market because this is their market as well. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, like what you said now, I want to actually put this to Michael now. Uh, you, you're mentoring people so that they can learn how to pitch to people and get funding for these things. Is, is that one of the things that you guys are teaching people to do? Um, this is exactly one of the things that um, we're going to be covering at the Entrepreneur Recharge um, um, session. So the other two things that I identify from the conversation that we could, we, we would definitely be plugging in. I mean, one of the speakers is definitely going to cover it. If not, the session is going to cover it. The the need for segmenting your market and t- and knowing what when you when you enter when you enter into entrepreneurship, you need to know who you're going to provide it for. Understand that a simple segmenting. I mean, it sounds like MBA talk. Segmenting your market, div- breaking it down, and then the need for partnering as well. Because the challenge in most startups is the resources to cover certain things. You partner, but you're not even looking doing it for resources, but for efficiency as well. Mm-hmm. So. Pitching is definitely de- going to be on the on the on, 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 on the program on the day, and then other little things like partnering, the need for partnering, segmenting, just present presenting your business, branding your your your, your idea. This is what we're going to cover on the first. Fantastic! I'm, I'm looking at this poster now. I'm looking at some of the nicknames you have. How did you come up with something? I mean, you're the consultant. We got Rand, who's the maverick. Level is the trailblazer. Gareth is the game changer, and Lynette is the challenger. How did you come up with these nicknames? So the, the nicknames were quite an interesting exercise, a product of brainstorming. We wanted to introduce some of these guys to the audience that we're going we're gonna to be um, pitching this idea to. Um, the audience doesn't really know, may p- perhaps run that well, if you if, if don't run any circles. Run started off, um, started off the, creative, the, the creative console. It's the biggest activations co- console in, in um, company in South Africa. This guy graduated, went into corporate, got a job, did it for one year, didn't quite feel it, decided, you know what? I'm, 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 this is not for me. Mm-hmm. From his garage with his partner, his co-CEO, they started a creative council. Right now, they've got one of the biggest and most impressive buildings right next to Melrose Arch there. It started from the ground to the top. They own about 18 other companies. I mean, their company also owns Mr. Delivery. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've just, and then you, you, you've got, you've got Gareth. I mean, need I say more? <laughs> this man took the airwaves off the airwaves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how, how innovative can you be? And then there's level, we called him the trailblazer because, um, Lebo's been around for a lot. He's made his first million, lost his first million, come back again. He's been setting parts while other people follow parts. He has been making the path. And then there's Lynette. Lynette, we call the challenger because for a girl, she owns the Innate Solutions Investment. For and she a started lady, it from Scott. For a lady. From a lady, for a lady, um, to actually, um, go into the property investment uh, uh, business on her own. That's that's defying all stereotypes. It's mm. challenging those stereotypes and still coming out victorious. So that's why we came with those nicknames because we thought they introduced them better. You know what to expect when you're listening to them. You're going to hear a story of a, girl, a game changer. You're going to hear the story of 
a, a challenger, somebody who tells you, you know what, don't accept something that because it's convention. Mm. That's how we yeah. came up with those. And then I, I think with mine, the consultant, that's just that was just laziness, really. <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, we don't accept good. mediocrity here. <laughs> He's a very good consultant. Unacceptably in the entrepreneurial space. Yeah. But you guys, you guys call Gareth the game changer. And I think for a lot of people, when when Gareth started this business, they were like, okay, how's it gonna do? Is it gonna fail? You know what I mean? So I mean, like, yeah. I'm sure you, Fred, you see a lot of potential for a station like this because I mean, this is only gonna grow in South Africa. Absolutely, and uh, it will only grow if everybody has access to online uh, to, to online, you know, products and services. By default, they need to have affordable access, and really, that's where we come in. A lot of times, uh, especially if you look at the youth market, people ask, you know, there are a couple of constraints. First of all, is literacy uh, on, on on telecoms and IT mm. uh, services and products among the maybe the mature older folk, but uh, this game is more around the youth. Yeah. And if you, I always talk about this. If you have a kid who's in grade four, uh, they need uh, to do homework and they want to Google. Exactly. Um, so, so everything is moving online. In which case, this obviously is uh, is uh, said to be a successful uh, venture because things are moving online. People are comfortable to get online. People need to be enabled to be online, and that's what we're trying to do. So these, these, those are the sort of people that you ta- try to target there, right, Sleeve, for, for a show like this? Yes, uh, they are definitely our target market because right now when you, when you look at the entrepreneurial space, uh, you, you're looking at mostly bringing in a lot of youth, especially varsity students. Uh, you just graduated. Most companies are poaching universities and they don't give you a chance to, um, to, 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 to really, um, Look at other options that are out there on which being an entrepreneur is one of them. Definitely. You know, when you come out of varsity, it takes guts because already at that time, some people are already being employed. They are, they are going for internships and all of that. But as a student, if you can pave your path in that way, going the entrepreneurial route, who knows what could happen? So we need a lot of youth coming into the entrepreneurial space. Okay, because I, I see that that's a, I mean, everyone goes to varsity, I think, okay, cool, I'm going to do my three years, or maybe I'm going to do my honors and do my master's or whatever it is, but I think then I'm going to go get a job. And no one is thinking beyond that, because your job stands for just over Brook. And no one's thinking, no, but actually I would like to be my own boss. I would like to be a game changer or a trailblazer. I would like to pave the way for other people, right? It's true. I, I, I was at uh, Vets Business School recently, and I mean, we would like to thank them for coming on board. They've endorsed our event. Nice. Um, I was saying to the director of the uh, Vets Business School, I said to her, do you know that some of the biggest companies we know in the world were started by students? You're talking of Microsoft. You're talking of Facebook. These are students. And the good thing about students in the entrepreneurial space is that they're not afraid. When 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 you're growing up and you're yeah. 35, you wife and kids, you got responsibility. <laughs> Life hasn't hit them yet. Yeah, they 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 challenge all stereotypes. They're mavericks. They do whatever they want. And these are the people that um, mentors should avail themselves to. And everything that we do, I mean, they should have role models. I think that's what drives people right now in the community we live. Role models. So, so with that, I mean, I, I don't know Lynette very well, but yeah. I was quite encouraged. I think I saw her a couple of years back, actually, through um, Timothy and Lyle Krauser. They had done a Ignite SA conference yeah. at the Moses Mabita Stadium. Yeah. And she is just so lovely, how she speaks, how she, the, the way she engages. And so what's awesome for me from a, a, a female side, because I don't believe that there is a challenge with the gender. I think that women need to up their game. I think that I think that women not engaging and not going through the barriers of fear and blaming men for it needs to be 
needs to be seriously assessed because so you saying, can't keep saying that forever. Saying, you stop making excuses. Yeah, I, I totally do. And I mean, I was at a conference, uh, a, a, um, it's a, such a cool thing. It's called Hot Tables that Colleen runs with Business Engage. And she speaks about this. She's like, ladies, I'm a lady. And there's going to be, you, you, you can keep having the excuse, which is fine. But then look at women like Lynette. They're like, guys, it's not an excuse anymore. It's not an excuse no, anymore. You know, it's, 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 it's almost like apartheid. Like there's been 20 years of freedom. Yeah. Like, Forget about it. We, We've got to all move beyond our excuses and just get going. And so I'm so pleased that you have decided to put a woman on your panel, not because it should be equal, but purely because younger women need to see it. The youth need to see that excuses are all equal. And if you're going to use your gender as an excuse, you're not ever going to enter the entrepreneurial pool. Now, Fred, I'd like to ask you a question. You you spoke about people not having access to to basic Internet. Who's to blame? Mm. Good luck there, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> well, our view is, first of all, that uh, um, internet and telecom services in South Africa are very expensive. Oh, it was the most expensive in the world, am I Absolutely. correct? Absolutely. And, and, yeah, and, 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 and that, that, that is uh, uh, a problem and an opportunity. Uh, for us, it, it was the opportunity. Okay. It's a recognized uh, issue uh, and as a developmental challenge that internet access allows development to take place. Government is talking about uh, broadband access for all by 2020. A number of the cities are saying they want their citizens to have online services because they want to be smart cities. They want to provide smart services online to all citizens, not just the wealthy guys. Um, The the existing operators, in our view, they're very comfortable. It's a monopoly. They're making a lot of money. Mm. They, They work on the on the structure of low volume, high price. Yeah. Our view is that we're changing the structure to be high volume, low price. Yeah. And so the structure of the market is not designed to provide that to address that issue of costs and volume. I, I, I like that sort of thinking that, that, that you guys have because, because other guys are saying cool, high price, low volume. But if you think about someone like Whitey Vasson who says, if you sell to the rich, you will be poor. If you sell to the poor, You'll be rich. Am I correct? Absolutely. I mean, if you think back, uh, you know, if you think about uh, dreamers who built serious companies, uh, you talk about Henry Ford. I mean, he said a car for the masses. You talk about um, Microsoft. They said a microcomputer at every table or every home. Um, Our view is if you address whatever you call the bottom end of the market and find a formula that works there, Then you will inevitably have a product that makes sense up the stream, up the up up the uh, the, the the pyramid, as they say. And the, and and people talked about GSM in the continent. I was party to the to the to the industry as the GSM evolved. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people talked about uh, there's no market in the continent. Now we have 600 million going to a million a billion users. Is the biggest and fastest growing GSM market globally. You know, it reminds me of a story where an entrepreneur went into a village and said, um, everybody doesn't wear shoes, there's no market. And another entrepreneur said, everybody has no shoes, this is great. I'm going to make <laughs> shoes for everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> and guess, guess then who succeeded. Exactly. So I think those are the opportunities we are looking at. 
Now, you're telling us about some of the prices that you guys charge earlier. Sleep, for someone who's a, who's a new entrepreneur coming into the business, they want to market their business. Yes. I mean, this is, this is a huge opportunity for them, right? It's a great opportunity. I think, I think even as a, as a young entrepreneur, you'll be very comfortable in that space because you're trying to lower up your, your costs, the costs that are, um, are going on in your business. So yeah, your startup you costs. Means, yeah, to, to lower your startup costs in that business. So I think this is a very, Good product, very innovative as well. Fantastic. Yeah. So, you want to tell us, uh, uh, Michael, want to tell us more about what you're going to speak about at the at the conference? So, um, Nyandini Consultants basically is a human capital development uh, company that I set up uh, some time ago. Um, basically, what we do is we deal with with we we, we sort of cramp up MBA courses into three, four-week courses for people because not everybody has the time or can afford to do an MBA. So we specialize in time management, learning new habits, um, networking. We, we, we specialize in the skill that actually results in a lot of startups folding because they, no one get, gave them that. Mm. So you have a brilliant idea. You've got access to capital um, and, and, and you don't have those soft skills that make you a complete business person. Mm-hmm. You don't have, like for instance now, no one's going to tell you that, look, you can leverage your costs through the internet. Okay, um, Social media has, has, has just attacked the advertising industry mm-hmm. because people people are like, okay, I've got, I've got I mean, you, you talk about an, a phenomenal following like Garrett's. It's almost like over 700K followers. Okay? That's a resource that he created And entrepreneurs can do that over time So the coaching gives them that heads up Of the of the new developments Because not every entrepreneur has got the time To read every business book all the time mm-hmm. So we get you updated in a few hours That we're going to do at the recharge Yeah, and just, just something there on social media we, We're very privileged to have Mike Stopforth mm-hmm. On, yeah. on rookies and rock stars a couple of weeks ago and still Simba, he's still not, he's still, I hope you heard that he still says, if he can turn down a modeling shoot in Mauritius, you, you should have turned down a Cape Town shoot. For top of <laughs> he says, just not, he says, there's just, there's actually just no, no, no fair match to that. But something that he's, you know, he's created with Cerebra, which is a, a leading social media and digital agency in South Africa. Something that he touched on with, with us when we were here, I was kind of, Targeting that we need to be convincing brands, small SMEs up to the large corporates on how to use social media. And he's yeah. saying, no. And this, this is quote Mike Stopforth. He's saying it's not that we need to convince them to use it. It's actually to convince them to stop being assholes on wow. it. <laughs> and, and the whole thing is that you need to be wary of. And why I'm touching on this is because what you need to think about and what other SMEs need to think about is you need to understand social media before you start to use it mm. because it is a selling tool and it is to gain awareness, but it's not to say, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me. It's not for a hard sell. It's not designed yes. for a hard sell. No, and there's just so much clutter. I mean, if you're going to go onto Twitter and your every single post or every single tweet is going page. to be a little JPEG of five rand fifty for 16 apples, buy me, you're not going to survive. Yeah. The content, your content is crucial. And it was such an interesting point for us because you are right young SMEs whether wherever they are in the, in their cycle you know it's it's really hard and and that's why we we're here and wherever you are with your business we've got three wonderfully inspiring human beings with us now you can engage with us on the official Cliff Central WeChat group you can chat to us at rookies rockstars or call in to ask them any questions that you might have for either one on 0861 so it doesn't matter where you are with your business i think when we've got 
industry experts and leaders available to you to actually tap into asking them questions, please do. So just to remind you to do that because these guys are an inspiration and also a fountain of knowledge. Milk mm. them, milk them. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I think uh, one thing I wanted to add to that is that obviously entrepreneurship is a long-distance game. There's no shortcut. It's uh, difficult. It's not easy. But uh, you must uh, be prepared to stay the course. Um, you will make many mistakes, um, but you have to have a passion for for, for what you're doing, and uh, and that's that's a key issue. Yeah. Um, the other element, maybe just to add as well, is that you need to invest uh, in time and your product and developing the market. For instance, uh, in Brightwave's case, before we launched our project in Soweto six months ago. There are only about four hotspots in Soweto, and I speak about this. But now, six months later, we've developed 150 hotspots. Wow. And we're covering about 15 neighborhoods, um, growing. And just as a way of also introducing the service to the market, we offer for free every day for everyone under coverage. You can download up to 30 MB of service and all one hour free. So you don't have to pay as long as you're within coverage area, if all you need to consume a day is 30 MB. After that, we have a whole host of dealers where you buy uh, very well-priced bundles um, for additional usage. Mm. And it goes back to that concept or view that broadband access is a utility. Nobody should be excluded. Yeah. Now, of course, we have constraints of devices, and we're looking at that. Yes. We have constraints of... Um, what do you mean? You mean, like, not every, like you said earlier, everyone, not, not everyone has a smartphone, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. smartphone penetration yeah. maybe is about 15%. So yeah. there's a big industry move uh, to bring uh, quality but cost-effective devices into the market. We're talking about tablets at below 1,000. We're talking about smartphones, maybe 500 rand. Um I think the, 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 the whole concept of saying high volume, low costs is critical because then you get economies of scale. Yes. Um, and that's how then you get these products available to everyone. Yes. Um, if you think about water, water is priced such that the first 20 odd liters is free, then you pay the balance. So it's the same concept we are adopting. Okay. Um, what we're going to do is we're going we're to take a bit of a break, but we got uh, we got Annie from Rand Park Ridge who wants to ask a question. But I think what we'll do is we'll get to her after the break. But I think we should take her call should now. Quick shame. Don't make Annie wait, <laughs> Simba. Right. That's just mean. All done. All right, Annie. Annie, how are you? Hello, Annie. Hello. Hello, Annie. Yes, I can hear you. There can we can go. Hi. Annie, welcome to the show. Annie, what, what question would you like to ask? Uh, yes, I have a question for um, one of the gentlemen there. That would be, I think, Michael. Yes. Um, he mentioned an event, the workshop that's taking place on the 1st of November. Yes, the Entrepreneurial Recharge Boost. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I just needed to get a little bit more info on that. Um, do we? Uh, does one need to register online or on any website for it? Or what, what is the process? How does one go about getting there? And uh, I just need to find out also, I think you haven't told us where, where it's going to be taking place and everything. Hi, Annie. It's Jade. How are you? Hi, Jade. I'm very well, thanks. And you? Fine, thanks. We're so glad that you're so enthusiastic. We. This is awesome. This is what entrepreneurship. Let me start again. This is what entrepreneurship is all about. But we are getting there. 
Um, we will okay. disclose all the information, but I think Michael will be happy to tell you all of that now. And yeah, I mean, okay. it's going to be an awesome, and, and I think, I'm glad that you've, you've called in, because I think what is going to differentiate these guys from what you might be used to is the fact that it's a little bit more focused on the mentorship side and how you can actually start to, you know, in, involve mentorship in your personal journey as the entrepreneur and then into your business. So I'll hand over to Michael, who will explain explain to you how you can get involved, where you can buy tickets, and all of the info. Hi, Annie. Right, thank you so much. Hi, Michael. Thanks for calling, and uh, thanks for highlighting that. We weren't getting there. But, um, so, um, uh, you don't have to register for anything. Our tickets are um, available um, at Compu Ticket, um, mm-hmm. just a, a small price of 350 uh, for the huge benefit. And you've got, you've got to be there at 5.30 on the 1st, just next, the, the Saturday after this one come in. And Monte Casino, okay. the ballroom, the ballroom at Monte Casino. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Excellent. So there's no registration at all required. No registration. We are on uh, Twitter and Facebook. You can follow us up. We've got to build up on the sessions that we're making for that. We've got to build up. I mean, whenever we, we're working and putting together a package, that's going to be there. Give you a, a little bit of a feel of what to expect. Um, we, you can follow us on uh, on Twitter as well. It's Nyandeni HCDC. Okay. All right, then. Good. Okay, but, thank you so much for that information, Michael. Thank you um, for calling. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. And just stay, stay tuned, Annie, because what we'll do is we will just briefly and slowly mention the Twitter handles and all the information again in the second half of the show after we just take a break now for some music. Okay. Okay, Enjoy the rest of your Bye. Well done and a good show, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. We had Annie on the show just now, but we're going to take a break for a little bit, and we'll be back with this fountain of information that we have here. Guys, we'll be back in just a bit. I can fly, I can fly 
Have it. We're back. That was Justin Bieber and Will I Am Will Power. Guys, good to be back. It's twenty to twelve on the show, and we just got a well. It's easy. We learn. I'm learning so much. Mm. Jade, are you learning a lot? Yeah. Love the learning. Love the learning. But uh, one of the things that we were speaking about uh, during the break is about networking etiquette. How do people go about it? So, Jade, you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. So I think what we were just touching on. I mean, obviously, you, one of your you, you know, selling points for this is that it's going to be different and that you can engage the speakers. Yeah. And something that I, I recognized at a conference I went to the other day was when you are a new entrepreneur, when you've come into the market or you don't have a lot of experience with dealing with businessmen who are super successful or like this example where Gareth will be there as a South African celebrity speaking, it becomes, it becomes quite interesting in how you approach that networking you know, how to facilitate it. And so I think it's super important, Fred, you spoke about actually how you in the past have had a two-day course on communicating to SME owners, whether in your first year or whether you're in your 15th year. You know, sometimes it's not not in people's nature to do it um, because they actually aren't a, a conversation starter or they really haven't ever had to 
be trained or exposed to the right way to do stuff. So what's your take on it? Because for me, it really is, I, I watch it. And I, I mean, I even know for myself, it, it does, you do have to learn when to talk, when not to talk, how to do it, when business cards in your face are actually revolting. <laughs> so, yeah. I think uh, <clears throat> an entrepreneur, first and foremost, before you sell your product, you sell yourself. Mm. People mm-hmm. must be comfortable to deal with you as a person before they're even interested to know what it is you can bring to the market. And and it's important then that how you present yourself, how you interact, um, how you present yourself, how you interact with the people, what message you, 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 you pitch. Mm-hmm. And you need to do it in such a way that they want to engage with you again. So if you're in a networking environment, it's how to get in, how to get out of a conversation, how to deliver your card. And, and that is important. You could have a great idea, but personally, I don't want to deal with you. Okay, but then let's break that down. So yeah, what we're saying now is that we want to you know, we want to be feeding that solution to them. So let's break it down. So in example, so we're at the Santa Convention Center. There is a, oh, I'm Joe Smith. I am at the Entrepreneurial Boost and I see all these people and I'm so enthusiastic and I just want to chat to Michael and I can't wait for the break so I can get to the front of the stage. What do I do? Well, first of all, I think the most important thing is you need to identify who you need to talk to and why. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you must have a purpose So you, you don't just barge into a conversation mm-hmm. It needs to be a polite introduction And say Mr. XYZ uh, My name is XYZ This is my card So you need to be packaged You need to say my card is what I do I've got a great idea I think it's an area of interest for you mm-hmm. I'd like to have an opportunity to talk to you about it At your convenience uh, Please here is my card He might actually open up the floor and say Interesting, Tell maybe let's chat a bit more yeah. But you should be gracious enough to exit and maybe say, maybe before the end of the event, I might pop by and maybe try and see if we can get some time together or otherwise I'll follow up uh, with, an, with some form of formal engagements. So those are important things. And also it's how you look. You know, if you don't look the part and, and looking the part is, is, uh, is varies. It depends on industry, what you're doing and so forth. But you need to look the part. It, it does vary because I can tell you right yeah. now. That <laughs> Rich Mulholland, <laughs> if he was in here, he doesn't look the part. No, he does. <laughs> he does not. But if you could tap into that brain and what he's creating, and and perhaps we'll have this conversation again and bring him in because loves the debate. But it is hard to find the balance because he is super successful. Guys are waiting for him to be at a next event where he's going to talk, and yet if you saw him and how he dresses, he you you would not assume. He is who he is in the entrepreneurial space. But he already space. has a product that is in demand. Okay, but if yes. you're trying true, to break true, in true, and you're introducing yourself for the very first time, yeah. everything matters. Okay, yeah. I hear you, but look at someone like Mark Zuckerberg. He was a student. He was walking into meetings wearing sneakers and a hoodie. He, was, he did not look the part, but he got funding. But do, you, do you think it's changed? But, but again, yeah, but you see, that's back to Fred's point. He had already created Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So you see, that. what we're saying is, if no one knows that you're selling golden oranges and that they tweet and create amazingness, yeah. then what? You can't. Re- okay, yeah, Fred, that's a that's a good point. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's it really is. Yeah. It's it's interesting to have had the guests we've had, yeah. 
And now even for me to be challenging you on that point because I, I, I come from a little bit of, of more of an encouraging and emotional side. And I was even saying the one day to Rich, I said to him, you know, we need to be motivating the entrepreneurs. And he was like, that is absolute nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not want to take the jump into the entrepreneurial pool and you don't have self-motivation, no don't even do consider yeah. it because the entrepreneurial yeah. pool doesn't need you. Right, yeah. So anyway, let's let's just uh, uh, let's just get back to the point, and and we can carry this on. So you're saying look the part, which I agree with. I mean, I'm I'm on the same wavelength as you, and I think it is important because how can you expect other people to take you seriously when you're not even taking yourself seriously? And when I say look the part, I mean looking the part, as I said, is relative. Uh, you could look the part by being formally dressed. You could look the part by being smart, casual. You could look the part by being creative. Absolutely. Mm. So, mm. so it varies, but it's, that's why I said it's important for you to determine who you want to network with, mm-hmm. understand the, the profile of that individual or person or people, and just make sure that you re- respond to, to what might be of interest to them because you are the one who's interested in, in maybe their mentorship yeah. or oh, their support. Yeah. 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 See, Mike, I see, I see you taking a ton of notes there. Do you <laughs> want to say something? Yeah. I mean, um, networking, in networking etiquette, there's just a, a few uh, basics. Number one, you really, you, I think generally as a person who's starting off in business, you really must have a two, to three minute elevator pitch of your business Know it in and out, summarize it in that Small space, secondly you need to Read body language very well, you're networking With somebody at a network event, if someone Starts looking around, it's time for you to Close and move on, <laughs> don't make them push you Away or run away, okay, so you need to be a Very good uh, body uh, 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 body Language reader, also you need To know, so let's, let's talk about that though yeah. Because remember that not everyone knows what that means. You and I might yeah. because yeah. we're accustomed. This group of people here Simply, are accustomed yeah. Yeah. to that etiquette. Yeah. So, so what is what is the body language? What what should they be looking out for? Yeah. So, like, like one thing to look out for more is when you're engaging with somebody. Generally, in any conversation, there's a lot of eye contact if you're in synchrony. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, in communications, they say if you walk into a restaurant, two people that are absolutely in synchrony will be sitting in the same position. They might even both be holding their cheek. That's synchrony because synchrony. Mm-hmm. Mirrors synchrony. So if someone's looking at you, you're both engaged. Now, I just wanted to, there's also a culture gap it's, because yeah. if you, the, the Chinese approach business differently. Good sometimes point. African cultures approach things differently, like with how you shake a hand. Sometimes yeah. it's not a firm handshake, or sometimes yeah. you don't no, no, don't necessarily look someone in the eye. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, that's so how quite do you, true. How do you bridge that gap? So, um, yeah, that's a whole chapter in MBA about international <laughs> marketing. Wow, wow. Uh, yeah, that's a whole chapter in, NDA, in MBA and in international marketing and that sort of thing. But it's good we start small. We are in the entrepreneurial space up in Gauteng right now. Um, we're, we're multi, we are multicultural society. I mean, so, certain things are basic. But it's a lot more westernized. It's, it's a lot more westernized. That's why it's, it's become quite basic. So yeah. we're not Africanized. I mean, looking people in the eye, especially when you're talking to grown up people, more senior people, looking in the eye, looking people straight in the eye, with elders in our African culture, it's not really quite um, on. But when you're in the business sector, synchrony is. I mean, you you look at body language and you you look at someone fiddling with their water bottle in a, in an event. You know that there's some sort of edginess. I think edginess sort of gives itself away. So you wrap it up very quickly and say, "Look, I'd like to talk to you later," and always be looking for later, not now. Okay, now yeah, see, I, yeah. I want to I want to go back to to your event. You've yes. got all these sponsors that have helped you out with this event. How do yeah. you go about approaching them for something that's, I mean, it's, it's the maiden event, right? Yes, um, we, we sent through uh, proposals to them to sell our event, what we are doing, and they found it very interesting and they wanted to, they were so keen to be part of it. So it was an immediate response? So it was an immediate response, yes. Okay, so obviously yeah. this wouldn't be possible without yeah. some of your sponsors. Do you want to thank anyone? 
I would like to thank Sowetan um, uh, YFM as well for posting, uh, giving us an interview on their shows. Metro FM as well, they're not updated there, but mm-hmm. they also gave us an interview. I would like to thank NSBC. Yeah. Uh, they um, also, School. and Vets Business School. And Cliff Central. And Cliff Central <laughs> for giving us this opportunity. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's all thanks to Gareth. I mean, you know, Gareth is a speaker there, and Gareth yeah. was quite, um, quite, Interested in having yeah. you guys on the show, leading into the entrepreneurship sphere. So I think it's it's all thanks to him as well. It's yeah, good. I think what we found as well is that all those speakers are quite passionate about enabling mm. other 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 speakers. Mm. I mean, our sponsors are coming in uh, for different reasons. I mean, we've got media partners who are giving us a platform to reach our target audience, um, the people who really need this information. Um, you look at Vitz Business School; they've come in on a partnership by giving us access to their audiences um, because they've also endorsed the product to say, "Look, this is the real product. It's a real thing." Because you yeah. know, people are quite skeptical. It's a maiden event; yeah. they don't know who Nyandani consultants are. Uh, is it really going to work? You need you need to be you need to blow up to actually start up. Um, Vets Business School have worked with us a little bit, and they've they've endorsed it and they've given us access to their audiences. So that's another lesson as an entrepreneur that you don't always go out with your hand to to sponsors asking for. It's easier for people to give you facility and enable you than to give you a big check. De- yeah. Definitely, yeah. and and we're seeing that um, Sims. I don't know if you remember with the business of design when we had L- Lucilla Boyson with yes. us. One thing that they've done very cleverly, the business of design crew, is they have done exactly what you've just said. They've partnered very wisely with facility. So Sage will be hosting. That actually happens from tomorrow and Friday. Yeah. Um, the business of design conference starts, and Sage are the venue sponsor. Okay. So it will be held at the Sage offices in Woodmead. And I think this is where entrepreneurs or event starters or conference starters are getting it wrong. And I agree with you, Michael. It's yeah. not always about the revenue, especially yeah. in the beginning stages. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Fred's doing piloting Soweto. Yeah. I'm sure that he cannot wait for it to work. Then yeah. he's got you know, then he's got the, the he's got the power and he's got yeah. the leverage to say, actually, hold on, capital you know, venture capitalists, remember we, we discussed that amount? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is why. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm afraid, how many times did you bump your head trying to get people to fund this business? Because they'll look at it and say, no, but you, you, you want to go for the masses, you want to go to Soweto, but we don't, don't necessarily believe that's a market we want to target. Well, I think, first of all, you have to build a compelling uh, case for, for the opportunity. Luckily, uh, I found uh, uh, current shareholders, which actually are the guys who funded the business, they believed in the project okay. and they put in funding, seed funding. Now, we... We are going into a position, we are talking to a number of the financial institutions, and they're very interested because they have seen that it's beyond a startup. It's now um, brownfield, as they call them. Mm-hmm. And I think just to maybe to put one more point on the entrepreneurship, <coughs> um, a while back people were asking, what is the next big thing? Yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, entrepreneurs out there, in my mind, and I believe the next big thing is connecting a billion people in the continent to the online world and developing applications that allow them to 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 interact with the online world much more conveniently. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to make your next mil- billion dollars, most most guys are moving into the continent. They think this is the next big thing, connecting masses and creating applications that make sense mm-hmm. to the majority of the African population. We are starting 
with a model that we think will work in Soweto and will take it across the rest of the country and the rest of the continent. And I mean, we are we're seeing that we're seeing that Africa is just an untapped hub all over. Yeah, yeah. We see it in the <coughs> FMCG world. We're seeing entrepreneurs going into into spaces that no one would ever have considered. One of our clients. Jackris, I mean Warwick Bauer, who's the COO, his mining company, which does hosing and couplings, has gone into Africa. It's crazy what's yeah. happening. Yeah. And you would never, I mean, I know it's mining and it's a little bit different to possibly internet solutions, but still, right. you know, for entrepreneurs, you, you need to be encouraged that you can do it. Yeah. Don't just think, and this is, this is the, the crazy thing about South Africans. We often fill the small sweet jar. We put the lid on and we think, yes, our sweet jar is filled. No, that's the opportunity to mm. take those sweets that you have and get a bigger jar mm. and bigger say, jar. right, what do I need to do to fill the next big jar? And that's yeah. feeding into what you're saying, Fred, okay. around what is the next big thing and, and how are you constantly innovating? What are you doing? Because in our industry, which is all about execution and events and, and mm. engaging with the consumer from a brand point of view, yeah. we know now if we don't have – so say, for example – we want to sample a sweet. Mm-hmm. We know that five years ago, sampling that sweet was okay. Right. Whereas yeah. now, you can't. The consumer looks at you like you're mental. They're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. really sampling? <laughs> and and where? What else? What, what else am I getting? Mm-hmm. Because they're yeah. so much more value driven than they used yeah, to be. Yeah. So now we're thinking, cool. As a business, we know that if we're not marrying the offline world, which is where yeah. we play, yeah. with directing them onto that brand's online world, yeah. we will fail. Okay. So mm-hmm. if if you are in a place in your business and you've kind of hit that ceiling, it is going to be events like the entrepreneurial boost. And not only that, investigating, researching, following other successful business people who are constantly innovating that will help you achieve what you need to in your business yeah. or with your brand. Yeah. Hey, Sleep? And, and yeah, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with that because I think one of the, one of the things that is happening right now currently in our society is that, um, as an entrepreneur, if you want to grow in the next maybe 10 to 20 years, it will be how well do you know Africa? Yeah. You understand? Wow. Because most, most, uh, economies, they are now, you know, stranded. They are coming to Africa. And if us Africans, we don't know what we are doing, we're going to run into serious problems because, yeah. 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 So we, we, we need to be spot on. We need to know more about Africa and where we're going and how we're channeling, just like, um, what Fred is saying. So, so yeah. we were, we were very lucky to have been invited to, um, the Sage round table around data security mm-hmm. and storing stuff on the cloud and backing your information up. So one question I'd like to ask each three of you, just to feed into their current challenge. If you had to choose an environment where you could speak to the most SMEs at once, where would you choose to do that? And you can start, we'll start and just go from, Right to left. In terms of the media, the media. Anything. So you platform. right now, <coughs> you, so let's say for, ex- let's say for example with the entrepreneurial boost, yeah. your target market are the SMEs. Yes. Yeah. And one of the biggest challenges we face is communicating to those SMEs. To the, yeah. So where do you think we can start to get, how would you tackle talking to them on a semi-mass level? I think Twitter, Twitter okay. is the best platform. Okay. So far. And for you, yeah. Fred? Online. Really? Okay. But where are they? Because this is the challenge we face. So for, for the SMEs, there are so, there is so much information they need to be fed with and education that needs to happen, but brands are battling with where that SME is spending its time. It's still still quite old school. Like I deal with a lot of ad agencies for some of the stuff I do. 
And whenever we try and do some like a Twitter campaign or something through social media, it's always something they really struggle to mm-hmm. sort of okay. We so we don't we can't measure our return on investment through social, social media social as like media. we could before. If we knew if we yeah. put an advert on TV, we know what we're getting from that. But yeah. through social media, we can't we can't measure that. Am I correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean to answer Jake's question, I personally I'm old school communications. I, I think events like these. Um, the, the thing I, I I have a philosophy about communication it must be at the right time in the right mood mm-hmm. okay so when you're at the events like that people they are on the same mind but how are you telling them so so that's that's the step after that's i'm the step saying after. the step before <laughs> okay so i've i've a there's a hub online called my startup essay okay. these guys go onto it the different entrepreneurs go on there it's 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 run by the guys at power fm and delay so all entrepreneurs on it it's a bit like a, a facebook for entrepreneurs if okay. you wish so okay. it's got its own daily blogs that other um Entrepreneurs put in there There's different up- updates You get the guys Who are in engineering This side Guys who are in construction yeah. That side It's it's a hub or cool. so. I think that's, that's better online. To congregate yeah. them When someone logs onto that They're in that mood It's sort of like a notice notice board What's going on In the entrepreneurial and, space And obviously yeah. They're yeah. all listening To rookies and rock stars Of I course mean, let's, They have to let's just They have to Because I, asked, I definitely asked, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely told them This is the show for Cool. So, so guys, we, we are out of time. It's been wonderful and Great, we will thanks. hope, you know, we wish you all Thank the you. best with the entrepreneurial boost. We know that it will be successful. You've got amazing speakers. Just want to wish Gareth all the best in, in what he delivers. But just, just a quick roundup of where they can find you and okay. how they can follow you. Michael? Um, Twitter handle is Nyandini HCDC. Okay. And we hoping that the hashtag picks up. It's hashtag recharge boost. Okay. Okay. On Facebook, we're Nyandeni HCDC. And we've got a website which got all the links to the social media. Anyway, it's www. Um, that's www.nyandeniconsultants.com. And it's N-Y-A-N-D-N-E-I. Yes. <coughs> yes. N-Y-N-D-N-E. Nyandeni. Yes. Awesome. And Fred? Well, for us, obviously, anyone in Soweto within coverage area. And pick up our Wi-Fi network And we welcome you to Lord And enjoy the service for one hour For free every day We are online, we have our website uh, www.brightwave.co.za We also actually have our own app uh, You can download that and, um, and it gives you All the information where our dealers are Where our coverage is, our products Our pricing and a whole host Of information so Online so brightwave.coza, you can find your nearest dealer. Yeah. And then for Slee, you will be a joint partner with yeah. the Nyandeni yes, group. Nyandeni group yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. Fred, I can't wait for you to come to the north. I also want to pay 19 rand for a gig. <laughs> I can't wait either. I was looking at the prices online. I was like, what? No, that pilot test needs to work. Because <laughs> let me to tell work. you, today at our offices, we were offline. And the tea people need to really up their game. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. Thank you so much. It's been so you. good having you, you on the show. Jade, any last words from you? Nope. I think just stay focused, stay encouraged. And one thing that I will say that I really liked that one of our coaches also says, Michael, is really, guys, it's three words. Conceive, believe, and achieve. And if you yes. don't have belief, you're not going to achieve. So just believe that you can. And I promise you, you can. Fantastic. Absolutely. Well, guys, go out there. Go out there, find a mentor, get your business off the ground. Don't forget to catch Close Central next week from 11 to 12. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon.